It's the Hotel Guys podcast with Paul and Rich. Join the Hotel Guys as they share their stories and adventures together around the world, traveling to some incredible places. You can reach the Hotel Guys at their website, hotelguys.com. the most recent version of the Hotel Guys podcast. We're coming to you today from Darjeeling in West Bengal State in India. And we have as our guest today, Rajiv Mitra, who is the purveyor of the Tea Emporium on Ladenla Road here in central Darjeeling. Rajiv, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, too, for calling me. Yes, well, we're, we were thrilled. That we're at, Rich and I are at the tail end of our month-long visit to Darjeeling, and it has been everything that we expected it to be. And uh, we were fortunate enough to find you and your brother. What was your brother's name? Uh, his name is Ranavir Mitra. But we met your brother, and then we met you. Um, it was honestly, I think it was on our second night that we were kind of roaming around the streets of Darjeeling. And I swear we really found a wonderful tea resource in the Tea Emporium shop. It's a very inviting location, again, on Laden La Road, right in central Darjeeling. And we've just really become quite good friends, I would say, over absolutely, the last month. Absolutely. So we've been drinking your tea, and you have a lot of tea options. So we wanted to just um, thank you for being such a gracious host to teaching us so much about tea here in um, the beautiful tea region of north northeastern India. It's been such a joy. And so we just want to learn more about you. Yeah, so let's let's begin the conversation and Absolutely. just tell us about you, where you come from, and a little background. Absolutely, sir. Uh, basically, uh, I'll try to, uh, you know, bring together my family and my business all together, and we go smoothly with it. So let me start. We are here in Darjeeling for last... Uh, Four generations now. I am the fourth generation. You are. Uh, my grandfather, uh, Mr. Bhuvuti Bhushan Mitra, he was he was working at the Saint Paul School during the nineteen mid nineteen fifties to the end of seventies, uh, you can say. Okay. And my dad was very young then during the nineteen seventies. So after his college, he wanted to uh, start the tea business. So uh, grandfather retired from the Saint Paul School and he helped him uh, help my father with the venture. Uh, then they slowly started with uh, small gardens, you know, and small batches of teas. Because in those period of time, you know, in Darjeeling, it was not that uh, much of a famous place for tourism. Mm -hmm. So slowly, gradually, the show moved on. And uh, in the 80s, uh, when the tourism picked up in Darjeeling, was picking up in Darjeeling, I, I would rather say, uh, he started getting uh, more uh, into varieties of single estate teas and from there uh, you know uh, I'll just bring it forward that even I was about to finish my school schooling during the uh, mid 90s and late 90s did you attend St. Andrew's school uh, no I attended Greenlawn school okay and that's here in Darjeeling yes yes so so after that uh, I wanted to do I wanted to actually join the Indian Army okay, okay. I was preparing for it I was quite a good if not the best, quite a good student. Uh, but, you know, my father fell ill then. He was not well. He was an asthmatic patient mm. because Darjeeling is a damp area. Right. So I might also get in future. Who knows? Okay, let's keep that aside. Was it just like an, a lung problem? Uh, uh, yes. 
breathing problem yeah, because right. less oxygen and because of pollution right you know right. everywhere it's right. going by the day in, in india i would say so it, as a boy then you just grew up in the tea industry just from the get go uh absolutely whenever you know dad used to come back home with the samples in 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 uh, uh in his hand he used to do the tasting at uh, home uh, asking my mother to make the warm water uh, hot water i mean and uh, from there you know i used to sip into some teas and it was getting interested for me but you know uh, i as i told you i wanted to join the indian army but due to some family problem someone had to run the show right. because that was getting sick and mm. grandfather had already passed away yeah. so uh, what happened was uh, i was very fortunate that my father had sent me to a good school where i met a lot of people now i'll tell you uh, why did i mention that because uh, i came back to the tea business but i told that 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 look that i don't want to do it in the conventional way Yeah. I want to give it a twist. A modern twist. Yes, a modern twist. Right. So tell us about the modern twist. Absolutely, I'll talk about <laughs> that. Uh so you know my father had few clientele then you know to whom we used to export teas uh in bulk but you know uh I used to read about it though it, was, it did not started in early 2000 also about the online thing in India. But you know I used to read the papers magazines and see and you know hear about things you know people buy how people buy it in the, on the internet and how you sell it how you grow the uh, clientele around and uh, sir you know uh, i was not very serious about it though uh, and one day you know what happened i did a order but the merchant somewhere i don't want to mention the name of the merchant he started taking advantage because, because we were on the weaker side in terms of financial problems you know because the order was growing but we did not have that much finance to buy it from the garden and supply it and give credit to the merchant oh so not enough finances yes yes okay okay because we were growing because the moment i uh, joined the business i started to give it a twist by sending samples and regular correspondence right. and i started by writing letters you will not believe me i started writing letters because you know i did not know how to correspond then uh, so you know after that what happened Uh, I I uh, met a friend of mine who is in Bangalore at the moment. He was into this IT thing, and I told him, "Brother, look, I'm doing this tea thing. You have this thing. You are uh, earning good amount of money. But what if in your free time you earn more money? Right. By helping me out into the e-commerce world. Well, and you know, I my reflection just because I worked in that world too early on at the same time, and that things were changing very rapidly. Absolutely. And you know. the conventions the technical conventions were really maturing over a course of time and it had a bit big impact on the marketing and sales efforts and the possibilities for far flung operations right. around the world and so so somewhere along the line it's so funny because as a teacher you yeah. know i was helping kids learn computers in that kind of era of 2000 yeah. so we were all kind of kind of part of this modern change absolutely so then t emporium.net your website what must have been born somewhere right around then right. is that right absolutely yeah what year did that get launched uh so you know like uh, this is where i wanted to come sir uh, i was working with this merchant and things did not work with him and i met this friend of mine who was a it guy uh, so we started you know with a normal website it was not a e-commerce website where you fill the forms of what is you want you will just submit you just send and i just correspond start corresponding through the mail and so the problem was receiving money from the other end yeah because it's yes. a very uh, you know it was 
not so easy right like right now it is like right now we have paypal to see you right there's all, all, kinds of all the payment options. gateway but yeah. then if you had to buy a payment gateway from a big bank in india you can i think it is more expensive than your business what you're doing right and uh, at so, that time yes at that yeah. time so slowly 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 uh, you know out of maybe 100 orders uh, 100 queries maybe five worked six worked because even out there particularly i was working with the european union and the us clients they did not have time to order my tea go to the bank transfer the money wait for the money to come back to me again i say sir i did not receive the money right so that was really painful for them and look they they even the good teas of darjeeling we were exporting it to the us and the european market right so they would get it there so you know slowly slowly i i made uh, one thing in my mind that i have to save money if i don't save money uh, i won't be able to get the stock because darjeeling tea is a boutique product sir i i told you before also it is right. not a consumer good right so you know when you buy the tea and if you want the best of it you have to pay in cash if you pay in cash then you can place a complaint and if you are not paying in cash you have to go through the auction system where the tea again takes two months to three months to 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 come come through the auction to the buyer again and so right. where is the auction uh, sir the major auction of darjeeling tea takes place uh, in calcutta in it is calcutta. called rn mukherjee road uh, it's the name of the place is nilhat house right and actually i just read about that within the last couple of days within a few weeks um about a month or so after our swing through assam's coming up right. we're going to be in calcutta right. and we i noticed that you can actually visit there as Absolutely. tourists so and and on we, tuesday uh, you uh, you could if you would have uh, if we could have met you know one month back uh, it the second flush going on uh-huh. so it would be more exciting for you to understand one tea going for a low price one tea going for a havoc price you know right so right. we've heard about that uh, tea that was about yes. $1250 a pound yeah, yeah. i think is what it yeah. was yeah. yes that's amazing so yeah. you mentioned flush so until i arrived in darjeeling i had no idea about first flush second flush uh autumn flush so can you break that down so that our listeners can better understand absolutely sir so basically in darjeeling we do the harvest from march to november right now uh march from during the month of march the new shoots and buds comes out so that is the starting of the first flush because before that january and february either the bushes are pruned and the factories are closed because of the winter so the bush tea bushes go to hibernation right. so the first shoot that you get in the early uh, first flush that's called the uh, top end first flush teas because it is plucked from the selective plucking pluck, plucking bushes uh, and of course the shoots and buds are very succulent so obviously without doing anything also you'll get very very high flavor out of it and right. so in the market is that uh, the highest price that you're you're paying uh, basically basically sir you know uh, i'll very i'll simplify for it uh, simplify the thing for you like for example first flush march april may this three months we are making first flush now early march the production is low the leaf quality is very high that's why the price is very high okay it's like a new fruit in the market sure so right. those are like lighter more uh, aromatic it is it teas. is i will tell you sir the those teas are extremely floral uh, extremely you know overpowering flavor and you can say uh, in term uh, it is very potent right very potent. it is very very potent even if you do, uh, steep the same leaves three times 
because Darjeeling tea is fragile. I must tell you, it is not like Chinese tea, like you can keep on pouring hot water right. and drink it like the oolongs. Right. Darjeeling tea is uh, very, you know, like light and delicate, like a good single malt whiskey. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, but during the early March. It is so potent that if you add three times, like the tea that you took from Samabia, right, if red, you, you just that brew red, it, yeah. not the burgundy, oh, the okay. other one. Okay. Yes, the, first the, more, the more you brew it, you will see the, the more flavors and characters that uh, come out. Well, and I learned that it isn't just like once and then you throw the leaves away. That tea, yes, I could brew a second pot. Second to three times also. Yes. But the thing, now where the quality drops is that when you enter the month of April, what happens? The humidity and the atmospheric temperatures grows. So yeah. the flushing or the growth of the tea goes haywire. So every uh, plucking every new shoots and a bud is not possible because mm. the lab, there's a, this, is a, this runs on a manual labor. Wow. So uh, you know what happens? The quality of the tea fairly goes down. I will not say bad, fairly goes down. But when we enter March, uh, May, I'm sorry, we are going towards the dormant period. Dormant period means the bushes has given you enough. Mm. So they, are go they have gone haywire. So that is the uh, resting. Uh, resting time uh, where they again remove the dormant leaves and they get prepared for the second flush, which is June. Right. Now, June is the most fragile and most uh, short time of the harvest that we do in Darjeeling. So why why is that? Uh, because uh, right uh, uh, between the spring, early spring I would say, and uh, monsoon, uh, the summer is very very short in Darjeeling. And uh, second flush is the most, uh, you know, like most in demand I would say because of its unique, unique char character. Uh -huh. uh, tea lovers around the world, they say that the character that you get in second flush, which is always denoted uh, um, almost all the time denoted as the muscatel character oh, where the okay. you know tea lover compares it with the muscat wine right so this character happens in this region only during this period of time yes. so now, so we have malt liquor and wine analogies so first you were drinking uh, white wine sparkler uh, delicate floral flowery first yes yeah second yeah. flush the tea now now is getting body in it right so it is getting matured so it is more like a red wine. Right. It has roundness and oh. a rich muscatel flavor, oh. very fruity. Yeah. Now, sir, uh, in this period of time, the tea maker has to be a very, very perfect chef, you can say, in tea. Right. So he has to plug the tea in the right time because you can say the peak time of second flush is like seven days to the max. I'm seven. talking about the top quality teas. Wow. Did you say seven? Seven days. Only, only seven. Day. For, um, for the uh, harvest of the second flush. Yes, of the top teas. Because right. it's starting from June 1st to the end of June, maybe first week of uh, July. Yeah. Until yeah. the monsoon comes. Right. But the peak time, the real good quality, the beginning. like the yeah. burgundy that you bought, right. that can happen maybe early uh, June or mid-June or third week of June. So you have to be inclined and regular in touch with what's happening with your tea. And uh, with this comes our role also. Sir, we regularly taste about every day. Uh, we taste about, I will say, nothing less than 30 teas even now. And during that period of time, this time in first flush, due to my orders and uh, other things also, you know, mm. because I was really gone out of stock because last year we did really good business in my e-commerce thing. So we would, uh, one day I, I, would, I did about 155 cups of tea, 
we don't drink it though you know it we throw it out right. but taste yeah. and yes spit it and out. and uh, you know i had so much caffeine in my body that even i suffered uh, an ex- anxiety attack you know? even <laughs> from just uh, spitting it out yes, yes from, sir. but you're tasting yes, to you're find tasting the right yes teas to offer yes, to your sir. customers and uh, after the second flush the starts the monsoon monsoon okay. is july august september now this during this period of time the humidity is more it's raining so maybe um, 70% more leaf Uh, is harvested Production. during the monsoon monsoon but the quality of the tea goes down right. the moment you cross summer and the spring and the summer i, I mean yeah. then the quality of the tea goes down mm-hmm. so these three months uh, they do the traditional tea and big companies from the various part of the world they come here and they buy the tea because the quantity is there Right. Because sir, in first flush and second flush, as I mentioned, it is a boutique product. Right. So you cannot you cannot uh, name a big company coming and buying a twenty kilo of tea and going. They need in containers like eight thousand to ten right. thousand kilos of tea. And they're they're blending yes. and mixing. Yes, sir. I will come to yeah. it. I will yeah. come to it. So well, first of all, I just want to say the first and second flush teas that we bought from you on the second night that we arrived, I have never had boutique. Tea like Absolutely. that, and back and in, we drink high-end tea we do that it. comes from this region. But the way it's prepared yes. or blended, as we're going to get to, yeah, we'll we'll come to it. So, so basically, what happens is that uh, I will come to this point, and it will relate to my e-commerce startup as well. Let me finish. Okay, uh, yeah, the harvest. Explain, right? Har- so harvest. we're up to the third harvest. Third harvest. Year, so big companies monster. we were talking about, they come here because uh, uh, blending is not bad. Blending is an art, like. Uh, any alcoholic beverage or any ev- beverage in the world if you blend it right people love it right wine uh, yes. coffee uh, yeah, absolutely sir yeah. like a uh, big company sir they cannot sell first flush second flush rains autumn they cannot because they uh, they have to sell it as a brand and th- there has to be a signature taste in the tea so what happens is that they buy the third harvest because of the quantity Uh, and because of the price factor right because the price factor really goes down and the autumn uh, thir- third flush that's monsoon flush tea it's uh, you can say friendly uh, towards blending because it's a very neutral kind of tea it is not very aggressive in flavor right uh, neither it is like strong like assam tea yeah so this is very neutral to blending so people make different kinds of blend, blends out of it right it lends itself to a mass market yes mass product, market more mass market yes. yeah and uh, which you get in the supermarkets back home so for that you have to have the monsoon tea you cannot sell first flush there because you know you have to create your own identity in a can of tea as well right so that you cannot do with my tea because my tea sir i will come to that also yeah. my tea uh, people uh, recognize our tea for its extreme flavor profile but when you go towards a uh, brand uh, you go for their kind of uh, flavor profile you don't go for the natural flavor profile because in one thing naturally it is not possible to make the same taste in so much tons of right. and secondly they have to standardize it sir right. if you buy for example a company from x a x brand of tea well, so my when, favorite my favorite i'm <laughs> going to put in a commercial now back in portland it's smith tea and i keep That's doing what, right little mini commercials everywhere i yeah. travel with so tea. i'm sure sir it's a blend i'm, I'm sure sir uh, they got when, their tricks right no it's not that sir Uh, I will tell you what, sir. So, uh, the proportion, you can. I will not call it a trick, sir. Okay. I will say that is an art, because there sir, there, when whenever you buy this Smith's tea you are talking about, yes. I am sure you want that taste in it. Every time you buy it, 
it should taste like that. Yeah, and it does. So and it does. That's, that's, it does. You know, it delivers and, every and so, time. And like you in my shop at a premium I've, price. I've, I've sold you a tea from Samabion first flush and a second flush. And you, you, if you, if you just close your eyes and taste it, you'll say it is two teas from two different gardens. Right. Because we sell the tea single estate, unblended. Right. So every season will vary from each other. So yes. everything you sell is single estate, single estate, un- sir. unblended. That's the reason on our website, sir. We are teaching uh, clients like you that you should also see the batch number. Like one tea, single estate tea is. Twenty dollars. Right. One twenty uh, single estate tea is ten dollars. So you know why? So you should know the batch number. So the batch number means the more early, the more better in first flush. Yeah. The more late, it's going towards the dormant period we were uh. talking about. And w- the difference again: high flavor, no bitterness. Right. As a layman, if I speak, the dormant period, some flavor, bitter. That's the reason you are paying that difference in premium uh, of price right and uh, okay the monsoon is also over then comes the yeah, autumn and so the monsoon is ending at the uh, end of uh, september you so can be, see before we go into autumn paul identify who we're speaking with during this podcast right so thank you again mitra uh rajiv mitra from tea emporium and you can find his website at teaemporium.net and he works with single estate boutique unblended teas from all over the Darjeeling region and he sells them all over the world. So yeah, again, yes, and Rajiv, thanks for being with us. Totally. And, and we're doing this recording. This podcast is coming from the park restaurant and I have to just thank them for the space. And Paul and I discovered the restaurant soon after we discovered your fabulous tea. And so we have been having great meals every time we come to this restaurant. So thanks to everyone here yeah, at right. Park Restaurant. Thai cuisine is amazing. Oh, yeah, it's one of our favorites. <laughs> and you can find actually both of these locations, including Rajiv's shop, Tea Emporium on Leyden La Road in central Darjeeling. Um, so, and we're actually here at the very end of the monsoon season. So it's a good segue back to then the, the you call it the... Autumn will set uh, uh, like everything, sir. Before the autumn used to start, uh, you can say on the uh, midweeks of uh, October and end by one month to the max. But due to the climatic and soil conditions these days, particularly climatic conditions these days, uh, the moment uh, the temperature falls, we can see some, we will be able to see some hint of autumn in whatever it is. Uh, that comes out in that period of time. Uh, But uh, again, autumn, sir, uh, is supposed to be the most mature tea uh, that we do here in Darjeeling. In terms of maturity, I'm saying people have their own preferences. But I think autumn is the most mature tea because it's starting from March and it's getting plucked every day and it's going towards November, the end. So you can well imagine how matured the bush is, is trying to give its best and then go to bed. Right. That is hibernation. Wow. And again, That's no fertilizers. No fertilizers. Uh, sir, in Darjeeling, uh, uh, you know, uh, the tea gardens have become very, very, uh, you know, cautious about using quality fertilizers, natural neem-based sprays. Right. Because, sir, we are dealing mostly in the overseas market. The main average of the tea comes from the overseas market. So when they are getting premium 
It's a logic. Right. Well, they they're will looking not take for, trouble for right. that. No, they're looking for I organic. Mean, they're looking for organic. Mostly organic. Yeah. And so you'll not believe it. In Darjeeling, we are doing some bio... Uh, some gardens are doing biodynamic teas also. Wow. Where they follow the moon cycles and things like that. Yeah. I'm sure when people go deep into it, they'll know more about it. Yeah. You well, know? This is why we came. Because when we were in southern India almost two years ago... We started drinking tea and people kept saying, oh, wait until you go to Darjeeling. And Paul and I kept thinking, oh, we're not going okay, to get there on this on trip. trip. And so here we are. Now tell us more about then the autumn flush. Uh, so in the autumn flush, sir, what happens? Since it is extremely cold, you're going towards the winter now. So the shoots are very, very less in the tea, the buds, I mean. So you'll see mostly teas made from the leaf. So the two leaf and a bud plucking standard comes to like mostly two leaf ah, okay. okay so the the birds are you know like it's actually you know no more birth is taking place the two leaf and a bird is not uh, you know like conceiving the new ones which is made to use the new tea because it is getting cold right. so whatever tea they make uh, they make and they you know they are compelled to stop it all of a sudden because the moment the you know like weather conditions go down yeah. due to the temperature they cannot make any tea because it, uh, the leaf will become stiff the moment it becomes stiff you cannot manufacture it again so that means the tea bush is telling you stop it now right let so me said, sleep let me just clarify so once the leaf gets stiff then it can't be produced into uh, so you can uh, pluck it but it will not be a tea uh. Because that's that's so not leaf. what you use. Yeah. The flavor yeah. is not in uh, the It's leaf. not there and it will look like a, you know, like tea goes through many, many manufacturing process. Like from the withering, from the plucking, withering to the firing. So six, seven, eight processes. Right. So Depending on if they yeah, are making When you are plucking a dehydrated or, leaf. Right. And you know, like if you are giving it too much manufacturing, then what uh, keeps is uh, some broken leaves and some twigs and sticks. So the, you cannot call it tea. Right. So we stop it right there. And one more thing, sir, in Darjeeling, we also have started making some specialty teas. Like I'm sure some, the Chinese, we, the starters of tea is the Chinese market or China. Uh, they learn to make some good muscatel teas from us also. People might deny. I don't mind in that. So likewise, so competition. Yes. Uh, but we also learn because, you know, being a uh, client, Tomorrow you might say, Rajiv, I drank enough of your black tea. Let me try your oolong from Darjeeling. So this way, even the specialty teas also started making in Darjeeling. Uh, you will not believe it in the uh, monsoon period when they fetch less price to increase the average. Uh, I mean, if you talk of to price. a uh, tea garden owner or a manager, they will also say that we are doing specialty teas like green teas, from oolongs. The, yes, from, from the Darjeeling. Monsoon flush. Yeah, yeah, from the monsoon flush. So the, uh, with regard to the autumnal flush then, What's the, how, how would you describe the flavor profile uh, sir, and the price point? Uh, sir, I will tell you one thing. Uh, then I will give you my personal opinion on it also. Because uh, the uh, autumn period uh, starts after the monsoon ends. So what happens? The monsoon makes the tea little stronger and harder. Okay. In terms of uh, color, I will not say it is strong and robust because you are still growing tea on 3000 feet elevation onwards in Darjeeling. So the liquor of the tea is more orangey, okay? And the flavor profile is flowery. Some gardens burn it, we call it fire. So it becomes little chocolatey also. Uh -huh. But the real character of autumn is floral, but matured. 
So kind of like, like the floral of, of the spring of Le the first floral blush. Of the, uh, spring, sir. You can uh, compare it, um, I think, with any flowers directly right. because it is hardly processed, sir. It is kept as natural as possible. Right. Okay. They don't spoil the character of the leaf. Maybe if they are withering, they just wither it up to the point till the moisture is out. They put a very less oxidization process to it so that you get the fresh, uh, right. the real succulent flavor of the tea. So, do you have to brew this tea longer than uh, a white uh, tea? So, basically, the... when you say white tea, sir, white tea is something which is next to unprocessed. They pluck it, dry it. White tea is done. Yeah. The more you touch the tea, more you manufacture the tea, you are actually killing the antioxidants in it. Right. Okay. Oxidizing. So or... white tea, you need a 60 degree or 50 degree water. But a good Darjeeling tea, you know, let's not make compli things complicated for the listeners. What you do is you make hot water, okay, and you put the hot water in the teapot and wash it and throw the hot water. Okay, then you put the tea leaves, 2.5 grams per cup, that's one, 110 ml of water per cup and you pour the hot water then, the same hot water that was kept aside, so that is about 80-85 degrees. Not so boiling. Not, not boiling, boiling. never sir. If you yeah. boil our tea sir, since it is growing in such an elevation, you'll uh, land up cooking it. So, you know, that tea will become astringent. Right. And I think many, many people boil their water the at home and they think, hot. okay, it's now right. time to brew. And you're actually damaging. Well, and I learned yeah. this from the coffee people in Costa Rica when I started to brew my exactly. favorite coffee, um, Sikawak coffee. Um, and he stopped me immediately and he said, oh, no, too no, hot. no, too hot. Yeah. And the coffee true, flavor just true. changed, just like that. And sir, uh, my, now I was talking, I will tell you my perspective of tea as well. Sir, you know, what I do is I brew the tea complete five minutes. Okay? At 85 degrees Absolutely, water. Sir. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I do is I strain it. I drink it lukewarm. And the bottom of the cup, I just wait for that period to come, you know, bottom of the cup. Where the tea is next to cold, not cold, but next to cold. Then you get the ultimate sip. Then sir. you get maybe the yes. chocolates if it's been yes. burned, or like a, maybe when you sit, like the tea that you've taken from me. Just wait, have a conversation with your friend. But you know, like all of a sudden, when you are sipping the last sip, you'll see, oh my God, it's something different. It's so true. You're making me so You're thirsty. You're so true. <laughs> it's so it, yeah, it is. It it's is, great. and I didn't realize this. Sensor, good tea. One more thing. Okay. Should sit after you finish the cup on your palate for at least 15-20 minutes. I consider it to be good. Just let it. Just, just the flavor, boom, finished. That is not good tea. All right, so I have just one more. Uh, this is so exciting, and we're talking tea in Darjeeling. It's been my dream for months and months. Mm -hmm. You know, since we arrived and purchased your tea at the Tea Emporium, Paul, before he goes to sleep, several times in nearly the month we've been here, he's like, I can't wait to wake up in the morning to have my cup of right, tea. Yeah. And so, sir, yeah. like any oh. other beverage, if your tea is really good, sir, the amount of caffeine, L-theanine that is there in the spring teas, particularly that you do, it is very, very marginal. So you know, every time uh, you drink the tea, you will not feel irritated. You right. will feel nice about yeah. it. Elevated, but not irritated. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's a very good. Word. So on teaemporium.net, your primary you know, interface to talk to the world and send your teas. 
So are your teas for the first flush only available in the spring and then you sell out and then uh, the sir, second flush sir, in the... I will, uh, that's a very good question you have asked me, sir. Uh, what happens is that, you know, uh, the remaining tea what we have, it is there on the website. Like I still have some first flush teas from 2018 and we are selling it at, at a discounted price. Right. And one thing, we I am very, very strict about quality because every package that goes... Through, uh, from T Emporium goes through my hand as well. So we see the optimum care for the tea so that no moisture is there. There is nothing called secondary grade in my store. That is a challenge for me as well. Every day I challenge myself. Mm -hmm. And what we do is... Uh, Your grandfather would be proud, uh, yes, I imagine. Oh. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, basically, sir, you know, uh, now here comes the tea taste. Uh, we were talking about the Calcutta auctions. Here yeah. comes the tea tasting. I've been very lucky because uh, I wish he could have met my father who passed away though. Uh, he sent me to Kolkata to learn tea uh. because he wanted this subject to be uh, interesting for me because I wanted to do something else. I wanted to join the army. Right. So when I went there... What uh, age were you then? Uh, sir, I was 19 years old. 19. And how old are you now? Uh, sir, I am 35. Okay. 35. 35. Sir, and uh, I went to Calcutta and when I went there, then I realized when I look at the tea, world of tea, that is an ocean, this is just a river. It's not even a river, this is a pond. Why? Because all the gardens make their tea and send there because all the head offices, because Calcutta is a port city. Right. So all the samples goes there. So every day we were doing about 200 samples, 300 samples. Then, you know, when I met my friend for this e-commerce, then I realized, you Entangled. know, and also that company, uh, I realized we should introduce, I mean, why should you buy tea from you? Why? There's no reason to buy it. But I, I made a reason to buy that the tea should be very distinct from each other. Right. So when you buy our Darjeeling teas, maybe first flush, we are selling right now about uh, 10 first flush, mostly it is sold out from this spring. You taste every tea, so every tea is different from each other. This is where the tea tasting skill comes. Because you just cannot say that uh, I sell the best tea because every uh, garden uh, you know, makes the best tea according to them. So it should be different from each other. And this is where my business stands, uh, you know, differently from other. My each tea is different in terms of flavor, uh, liquor, cultivar, processing, all in all, you will, uh, I want to sell you few teas which will not make you boring. Well, I mean, you have the expertise. You were, you were born here. You know the, the gardens. and Not only that, sir. One more important thing which mostly people don't understand. People think, I'm in Darjeeling and I sell the best tea. I'm in Brazil. I sell the best coffee. It's not like that. You have to understand what is the water profile of the place where you are selling the tea. Because you taste the tea here, same tea you take back home, it might be 20% good, 20% bad. Because of the water, water changes, tea changes. Yeah. So, oh. you know, this is, I'm not a perfect person in this, but I'm trying and still learning to fine tune the thing. Like, for example, an order comes from Germany. If he's asking me, Rajiv, what to buy? Then I give him this, this idea. Mostly like in US, we are selling in the California area. Mostly tea buyers, individual coming from there. So I can tell you, you go for always early season first and second flush teas. Because I have seen the early season uh, first and second flush teas. I won't be able to tell you the exact exact uh, flavor, uh, water profile of that place. But I, I know uh, the sharp 
nice of our flavor will come really good in their water right well Paul and I had actually met a woman from China who had just recently opened a shop in Portland on and Northwest Ninth Street in the Pearl, by the way. <laughs> yes, but yeah, and, and she, she was adamant. She was so specific, even to the brand of the water bottle that she only recommends yes. for pH the balance. Water. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. So uh, absolutely, yeah. I agree to that. But you know, that is only possible, uh, you know, for a very small group of tea lovers. you know right it is but if you want to if you want to grow your business if i talk about it from business point yeah. of view i have to make it simple sir i cannot tell you that carry a litmus paper first right of course it's but, not possible. You know, but i think <laughs> it's right. but it's good to convey that the water quality that one uses to brew your we are we are saying that yeah, uh, the, tea, the water should not be hot right it should not be hot and you know just use your better sense and use the best quality water you can you can think of it or just experiment with what you perceive to be different types of water and see if one tea tastes different and i am going to bet you 100 bucks it'll make the world a difference because i've witnessed it yeah myself. we have too yes yeah, sir. and have. also uh, you know like the moment you change the place where you're uh, using the water i i will always say uh, start experimenting with the brewing time as well right maybe in darjeeling 5 minutes is awesome you know the tea gives you everything but if you do 5 minutes in maybe germany the right. tea will be bitter yeah maybe a bit too long so don't hesitate to to be creative and you know it may very well be that some of our listeners are as we are lovers of things like fabulous wines that come out of the west coast of North America where we live or other parts of the world or fine coffees like we've discovered our listeners know about within the last year experiment with tea you know if you're a coffee drinker take a week off and just you know find some great teas or go to teaemporium.net Tea is very light to ship. I imagine it doesn't cost an absolute arm and a leg. Tell us about this whole shipping uh, business. Yes, it's very very easy, sir. Uh, you place an order through my e-commerce store. Uh, you get the confirmation of your order. You know, uh, we send your teas uh, as a personal, uh, you know, like a personal, yeah, yeah, personal uh, parcel. So you are you are not commercially importing it. Right. So there is. Um, almost no tax at all right you're paying with us yeah. dollars it's settled through a bank in the us yeah, so your regular in credit card we're being being yeah. a tax on it so we are sending you small packages like up to a few uh, quantities the given on our website also it it is absolutely uh, legal and tax free to import and you enjoy every bit of it and one more thing on our website if you order 1 kilo of tea which is you order over 2 pounds yes yeah uh, you order 10 different 100 grams i will never force you to buy one variety of 1 kilo because even i get bored with 1 kilo right, of tea that's a lot and that's a lot of tea most teas are not that dense and so 2 pounds of tea is can be a lot but if you have 10 different selections hey, it sounds like a great gift idea oh, i yeah. love that idea. and so every day you change your taste like it's not yes. like the same coffee you are drinking every day right. right so let me ask you then so the deliveries come by way i think you've told us uh, before sir, dhl or uh, sir, you know to us market uh, these days we are doing fedex because they are really really good FedEx. i have to talk good about it yeah. because they are very very fast and they don't damage the parcel well and on the consumer mm-hmm. side we know it's a very there's tra- good tracking they have a there's an efficiency that, absolutely that and uh, and, and and my uh, e-commerce team is also like tracking it 
uh, 12 hours a day at least. Right. You have no idea how lovely the teas are in Darjeeling. And Rajiv Mitra, it's been such a pleasure to meet you and your brother and the shop. And we're not done with you yet because I think we're going to become one of your best customers. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Well, we have a history of, yeah, Rich is, Well, you know yeah. me, Paul, because I never like to say goodbye on the phone or any conversation. And so I'm going to just come back around to you one more time. And what's the, the message or the thought that you have just in closing this podcast with the hotel guys? Uh, so I would say one, one, one thing. Uh, the way you are promoting not only my business wherever you go you know the kind of you know like um, enthusiasm that, that I uh, saw in you when I met, met you on the second day and we talked about it I think you are doing a great job for people uh, small startup like us sure I will say small startup sir I am very happy to be a small startup because uh, I have not gained maybe uh, millions of customers but whatever I have it is growing by the day and I have lost none right so you know right. people like us we need people like you yes, who promote right. us and, and I absolutely versa. from the core of my heart I thank you yes well oh. it's been such a pleasure we love your product yes. and thank we you, think sir. you're awesome <laughs> you're just a bright light and we spot them and we love to share so that's kind of what the hotel guys are up to it has been so, our pleasure as well. Let's wrap it, Paul. Yes, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody, and keep traveling and sipping tea from yes, Darjeeling. absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rajiv. You've just heard another Hotel Guys podcast with Paul and Rich. You can reach the Hotel Guys at their website, hotelguys.com. Join us next time for another podcast with Paul and Rich, the Hotel Guys.